Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Building Efficiency Podcast presented by AeroSeal, new sponsor. A little bit about AeroSeal, their turnkey suite of duct sealing and HVAC efficiency energy conservation measures provide three to five year paybacks and are installed by their in-house mobile operations crew throughout the world. Their proven solutions have been utilized by nearly every NAESCO member. And if you're not familiar with NAESCO, it is the National Association of Energy Services Companies, providing over $2 billion in energy savings to date. So we are excited to have them sponsor a number of episodes throughout the year. And on today's episode, we sit down with Paul Angersbach, their vice president and general manager. Really enjoyed spending time with Paul, getting to know him and how his family background really helped shape his career and some of the decisions that he's made as a leader here in the industry. We, of course, got into how he landed here at AeroSeal, why he landed here, and really what they're up to today as far as their go-to-market strategy and their compelling value proposition here in the energy efficiency industry. And following our same format, you'll want to stick around until the end to hear about the advice that Paul would give to his 22-year-old self. As always, good stuff there. Now, we hope you're finding value in this episode and in our podcast. So if you are, please subscribe and share with a friend. So we think you're really going to enjoy this conversation between Paul and I. So let's drop in. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Building Efficiency Podcast. Today, we're sitting down with Paul Angersbach, who's the Vice President and General Manager of the Commercial Division with AeroSeal. Paul, welcome to the show. Thanks, Jim. Great to be here and talking to you today. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad we made this uh, made this one happen. So let's uh, before we get into to AeroSeal, I'm sure a lot of people in the industry are going to recognize the name. I know you guys have made a lot of progress here over the last couple of years and uh, supporting the ESCO market. But um, I think our audience would be curious to hear a little bit about your background, kind of where you grew up and how you got started in the industry here. Sure, absolutely. So um, I've uh, I grew up in in, in a, on a farm in in uh, northern Ohio. Uh, in the middle of nowhere. And, um, you know, I, I loved my upbringing. My, my dad was actually an entrepreneur that uh, he did a lot of things, uh, but he took our, our dairy farm that I grew up on and made it into a, a, a recreational campground. And then he took some of our property and made it into a, a residential development. And so I was kind of always around that and had that sort of entrepreneurial spirit and and uh, really, you know, appreciate my background. I, I currently uh, live in Florida. I've been down in Florida now for the last 12 years or so. Um, you know, spent uh, a, a lot of my time in the ESCO and energy um, uh, industry. So been in the industry for, for 30 years now. Started with an uh, investor-owned utility company uh, back in the day. It was called Ohio Edison. Uh, now it's called First Energy. Um, then I went to work for a, a geothermal HVAC manufacturer for a few years. And then the bulk of my career was with uh, Johnson Controls uh, for 22 years and kind of uh, did a couple of, well, I was always in sales, but um, uh, always in some sort of a sales role or sales management or, or, or business leader uh, type role. Uh, worked for ABM for a little bit and then uh, came to Aeroseal here recently. and. Um, really uh, excited about the opportunity here uh, with uh, the growth, you know, potential that we have, and and just staying in the industry is is really awesome. 
All right. So before we get into Aeroseal, I'm always curious about the uh, the entrepreneurial journey. So growing up and seeing that, what your dad was doing, I mean, obviously you, you kind of went the, the corporate route, right? You kind of went through and yep. you know built your career through working through other people or for other people and going down this path. But I can only imagine it's influenced the way that you see the world. It's influenced the way that you maybe run your team. So can you speak to that? This is just purely out of curiosity. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, you know, I, I've always been of the mindset, I guess, that uh, everything happens for a reason. And you know, if you, if, you know, if you innovate, if you, if you improvise and and sort of overcome any challenges that's that, that are in front of you, you can pretty much make anything happen. I was, I, I remember coaching a young sales uh, uh, person, you know, back in the day, and. You know, he was asking me kind of what what my secret sauce was. What's the what's the secret to success? And and I said, you're gonna think I'm crazy, but it, it's really it's it's showing up. You know, showing up is ninety percent of the uh, of the uh, of the journey. And if you show up in, in a lot of ways, you know, not just physically, but you know, mentally, and and you know, you have that aggressiveness, and and um, you you. That stick to itness, I guess you would call it. Um, I think that's really what what my upbringing brought me was the, the grit and the grind. It's all worth it in the end. You know, it's been a uh, common theme here on the podcast so far. Like the best advice, the best information out there is always simple but not easy, right? So showing up sounds really really simple, but it's 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 pretty difficult, right? Especially when things aren't aren't going your way. So I think that's uh, that's wise wise words there. All right, so let's uh, let's get into Aeroseal. Tell us about the company. Let's let's just assume some of our audience hasn't heard of uh, the organization, doesn't know what you guys do. So give us the one on one version and kind of what yeah. you're up to today. Well, and that and that would have been me about a year ago. You know, I had never heard of, <laughs> okay. of Aeroseal, quite honestly, and yeah. I've been in the ESCO business for thirty years, and it was really enlightening to me to find out about how this company, you know, the genesis of this company, I mean, this technology was invented 25 years ago. Um, and, uh, you know, it was, it was actually funded by the department of, of energy, uh, and, and UC Davis, uh, uh, you know, labs, uh, actually that's where Dr. Madeira invented our, our technology. We are a, what you would call a climate tech business. So, um, what I what I really was intrigued about was, you know, duct sealing. You know, you think of of, of sealing duct work as a very uh, mechanical, you know, laborious task, and and mostly it's done in new construction, and you set it and forget it, and you never revisit it. And I was astonished to find out, like Ashray actually says, that seventy five percent of the duct work in the world it leaks at least twenty five percent. So that means that, you know, all this conditioned air that we are, you know, the the manufacturing uh, companies of, you know, that, that manufacture all this equipment, they're trying to make their equipment as efficient as possible. But no matter how efficient they make it, that conditioned air is, is leaking out of the ducts and not making it to thermostat to satisfy it and, and satisfy the occupants. So... Um, it was really enlightening to me um, that that this was an issue, that this was a, a problem, and and that Aeroseal is the company that holds the patent and and is the climate tech company that actually can solve this issue uh, in existing and new construction for that matter. 
Um, but it, it's it's sort of a, a problem that I didn't know existed, and now I do. And and it's great to be part of the Aeroseal team that has a solution to this because we can go in. We don't have to rip down walls or you know access um, uh, drop ceilings or, or anything like that. We can all we can do this all from um, the uh, mechanical room, and 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 it's a non-invasive process. We have a a, a way to uh, measure the leaks ahead of time and then seal the leaks. Uh, we typically go into buildings overnight and 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 do this process. And the next day, nobody even knows we were there, uh, with the exception of the building is now, you know, safer, healthier, and and more efficient. Um, so, you know, our company has grown over the last, uh, you know, 25 years since it, it was invented. It was held by Carrier Corporation for a few years. Um, our our CEO and our inventor, um, so Dr. Madeira and Amit Gupta, they they got together at Carrier and said, "Hey, let's 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 bring this thing, you know, out into the world because uh, it was just not getting the attention that the, that they felt it could." So that was about ten years ago. They then they refined, you know, the equipment and the processes and all that all that um, you know back back channel type um, activities that needed to be done in order to get this to a scalable uh, product and a scalable service. And, and now today, you know, we're a $30 million company. We have uh, four uh, venture capital firms that have invested in us. Uh, we're, uh, we're getting ready to raise another round. Uh, we're, we're pre-IPO and, you know, we have a, a 10x growth Strategy that's that's going to uh, be accomplished in the next five to seven years. So we're we're really we're really ready to scale this thing. Very cool. All right. So a lot to uh, lot to unpack there. I guess the other thing I was I was interested in your perspective you know, coming from the ESCO industry, and now you're in a position where you're running the group, the commercial group. I know there's other verticals that you're working with, but specifically working with some of the ESCO organizations out there. How has your previous experience positioned you to now have these conversations with? You know what were you know, some of your peers and competitors? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I obviously with my background uh, with the ESCOs, I I 100% understand you know what they are looking for in a ECM. Uh, number one, how they so not only how, what they're looking for, but how it impacts their overall bundle of services that they're selling to their customer. Um, what they're looking for from a partner, um, you know, I, I really feel that Aeroseal, the, the differentiator that we have is that we have a, you know, a patented uh, process. Uh, we have a, a, a team that understands now what the ESCO is looking for from an MNV perspective, uh, from a um, go-to-market perspective. Or what I mean by that is since I've since I've landed here, um, really honed in on you know making sure that we're doing our audits at risk in a timely in a, in a timely fashion, turning our proposals around to the project developers um, and the uh, energy engineers in a very timely fashion. You know, working with their ROIs, knowing that the the sort of the phrase that I've been throwing out is is Aeroseal is the new lighting. 
Um, you know, when I started doing lighting back in, you know, the, the, the late nineties, um, I used to love seeing those T12, you know, bulbs out there and, and all the savings that we could get and, and take those savings and then drive, you know, more capital investments like windows and roofs and chillers and those sorts of things. Well, now with LED, a lot of times, you know, those paybacks are, are growing much longer because now we're looking at new fixtures. We're looking at new technology. We're looking at lighting controls, all those things. And so when, when AeroSeal comes into a project and we have a three to five year payback, we, we are the new lighting and, and we can, we can really be that low cost, high payback ECM that the, that the ESCO is looking for. Now, at the same time, nothing's ever easy, right? There's, there's <laughs> probably, right, it all sounds like, hey, let's, you got every ESCO signed up. I'm sure yeah. there's always a level of uh, skepticism. There's always a level, there's maybe an eyebrow raise from some of these you know, engineers on the other side of the table. So what do you guys typically hear? What's the, what's the normal pushback for something like this? Well, and the great question, Jim, because you know we we hear a lot, um, but I would say the 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 biggest challenge we have is is just simply awareness. You know, the energy engineers, the the project developers, um, the the you know, the um, that community is just simply unaware that that Aeroseal even exists, and that that we're out here and that we're doing things. So we've been chipping away at it. Um, we are, I would say that we've done ESCO projects with at least 15 different ESCOs now, um, consistently. Of course, we've probably done, you know, maybe with 20 ESCOs, uh, projects. But as, as you see, uh, turnover happening in the uh, project development community, we then have to re-educate, you know, the, the new folks coming on board with the ESCOs as to this, as to this technology. So um, I would say market awareness is, is number one, uh, our Achilles heel. And, and we're working, you know, to, to um, uh, continue to spread the word. I would say number two is, is sort of a um, uh, maybe a misunderstanding of, you know, the impact that we can have. Um, and, and what I mean by that is a lot of, a lot of the ESCOs initially thought, well, geez, this seems like, it, it, it could be a very small piece of the project and maybe not have a, a big impact. And we've been able to really uh, turn that around, especially recently. We have a new uh, uh, leak uh, detection process that we do during our audits called Intelligent Leak Detection, ILD for short. And we've been able to get within uh, you know, a 5% plus or minus uh, delta of what the actual leakage is going to be on that on that system on those buildings, and really dial in our energy calcs, and even to the point now where we have become a what's called a standard FIM or a standard ECM with several of the uh, major ESCOs. So we are, you know, a a module that they can just pick, you know, from their list of of uh, ECMs and and you know, we move forward with that. Yeah, there you go. Well, we're hoping to do our part here in spreading the awareness on this side of it. So I know uh, we, we appreciate it, Jim. Yeah, yeah. Got a, got a big audience. Hopefully we got some some engineers uh, tuning into this one. So, uh, all right. So, so you mentioned earlier the projections for the business. You mentioned a 10x growth plan. This will kind of tie into the part of the show. I'm always curious about where you see the industry heading. 
So if you could, Paul, address kind of the, the big picture industry, let's just say ESCO or energy efficiency from a broad stroke. And then where does AeroSeal fit into that big picture? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, Jim, I just think that there's tons of momentum in the industry right now. Um, you just had the Inflation Reduction Act pass, you know, so that's going to produce, you know, tax incentives. Of course, the ESCOs are going to take advantage of that through 179D, you know, tax credits. But, you know, uh, private customers uh, think of large resorts like MGM or uh, private hospitals, private health care. Uh, think of, um, you know, big box stores that, that we work with on a, on a regular basis. Um, you know, they're, they're going to see some tax credits as a result of anything that they're doing to, to, their, to their buildings and their facilities. Also, on a separate tangent, um, but in parallel, is uh, building performance standards uh, and energy codes. We're seeing across the country, uh, state of New York, state of Washington, state of Louisiana, just as an example, um, they are they are really cracking down on their energy codes. Uh, Louisiana went from uh, codes back in the 1990s all the way to the current code. They, they they literally jumped three or four iterations of energy codes and went right to the standard. Um, there are mandates now in those states where they uh, you know commercial building owners have to reduce their energy usage by a certain percent by a certain date or else you know they will they will see fines and so our technology um aeroseals technology is is so is so easily um installed and and so you know seamless to uh you know their their occupied spaces that that we're just like a really a really easy button to get you know uh, heading them in the right direction for those for those energy uh, savings. Yeah, that's when you can really get progress and momentum, right? When you got the legislation, the technology, you start really um, carrying this thing forward. So that's uh, that's excellent. Yep. All right, so let's move on to the uh, the last lap here, Paul. These are the same four questions that I asked to, to every guest who comes on. I wanted to lead off. What are your daily non negotiables? Yeah, it's it, it's it's pretty simple, and I think this comes from my background. You know, it's 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 trust, accountability, and a sense of urgency. You know, as long as as you know me myself and and my team, uh, I, I think you know adheres to those things. Um, it, you know, we're really unstoppable. Perfect. And what advice would you give to your twenty two year old self? <laughs> 22 years was a while ago, Jim, but, um, you know, I, I think I kind of alluded to it earlier. Um, everything does happen for a reason. I, I really, I really too do truly believe that um, everything happens for a reason. So take the good with the bad. And, and at the end of the day, it's all going to work out. Um, stay aggressive, you know, in everything you do, whether it's work, family, you know, your investments, your life. You know, stay stay aggressive, and and um, you know, I, I would thirdly, I would just say family. You know, family is 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 the important you know component to to everything in life, in my opinion. And what motivates you? What what gets you out of bed in the morning? The same thing, family. You know, yeah. uh, it, it's and and they're interconnected. You know, yeah. My my relation, you know, my my physical family or or my work family. I mean. Yeah, you know, my my philosophy around that is sort of you know leave things 
leave things better than I found it. All right, last question here. What do you want your lasting legacy to be? Yeah, I, I would, you know, stick, sticking with that same theme, you know, uh, I always, I'm, I'm an older parent now. I don't have kids. I have adults. So my, my, my kids are, are now my 22 year old self. Um, so are you going to make them listen to this part? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to make sure they, I, I send them a copy of this, but, um, you know, legacy is, you know, there's no titles on, on a headstone. And so, you know, my legacy is, you know, great. I, I want to be a great husband, a great father, a great son, a great friend, and, uh, you know, leave it, leave my kids and my kids' kids in a better place. Um, and, and I really think, you know, tying it back to Aeroseal, I, I really love, you know, what our objective is, you know, making, making built buildings healthier, safer, and more efficient is, is, is in a way, leaving that legacy, you know, for, for our families and, and your family, you know, um, in, in a better place. Well, I think that's a perfect way to wrap up the show here, Paul. Thanks for being a guest on the Building Efficiency Podcast. Thanks, Jim. All right. All right. There you have it. Episode 72 with Paul Angersbach. I hope everyone enjoyed this episode as much as I did. And if you did enjoy it, please be sure to subscribe to our channel wherever you enjoy listening to your favorite podcast. We hope you're sharing this with your friends and colleagues as well. And one last thing, if you have any future guests in mind from the industry, please reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you loyal listeners. So until next time, I'm Jim Schaefer, and we'll catch you on the next episode.